0: How you doing? Welcome to table celebration. Come on. Man. Yeah, let's stand. We're going to worship.
1: We'll sing in the Father's house. Sometimes on this journey, I get lost in my mistakes. What looks to me like weakness is a canvas for your strength. And my stories is an my story's just begun I feel you won't define me Cause that's what my father does I feel you won't define me Cause that's what my father does Ooh, lay your burdens down Ooh, here in the Father's house Check your shame
2: You've been coming to the table. You have kind of seen me uh, around. Um, here's somebody you don't get to see a ton up here, y'all. Give it up for Dana Fricker. Hello, hello.
3: Woo! Hi, I'm Dana. As Isaac said, if I'm Dan- doing my job right, you can't usually see me. So
2: <laughs> you're so you're like a like a stealth, just making yes. sure. So if you enjoy like the table and like we got latte set up and like you know the pipe and drape and stuff, y'all, that's all Dana. Everything you like about the table is thank Dana. You, thank you. Uh, Dana, we're looking a little festive tonight.
3: I feel like maybe there's this holiday in December that we might be dressing like.
2: Okay, <laughs> like, like Christmas? Christmas, Christmas. That's There you the go. Okay, real talk, real talk. Who already has their Christmas tree set up? My hand is right. Ra- oh, yes. Okay. Raise,
3: raise two hands if you have two Christmas trees up.
2: <laughs> you beat me? You got two? <laughs> I win. Uh, so normally I'm a December purist when it comes to Christmas, but can we just agree that 2020 has been a year? 2020 and uh maybe just christmas a little earlier is not a bad thing yeah I'm so we got front row so you're, you're okay with christmas right here we're good we're good yes. <laughs> like yeah christmas yeah or uh navidad as they say uh, yeah. and, uh el espanol yeah or how do you say christmas in portuguese natal. natal how do you say it natal natal did i say it right mm-hmm. natal. Yeah? okay Not thou? Cool. Cool. Hey, well, we're having Christmas celebration night. um, But if this is your first time at the table or first time in a long time, welcome. Here's what we try to make the table, and you're going to feel it a little more tonight as we like to think of it that we're family. And we want to try to give you a home. So if if you've been coming to the table for a while, maybe you feel that. Um, If it's your first time, like that's our aim is to give you a home, a sense where you can belong to where God our Father is dad, and we can look at Jesus as our model for how to live and put our hope in Jesus Christ. So that's what we're about at the table, as well as Woo! yeah. Can we just give it up? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't receive that a little bit. Um, as well as uh, we're not perfect. Oh, Dana. Dana gets really close though. No, 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 Dana no, no, no. gets really, really close. <laughs> not perfect. But even Dana Fricker is not perfect. I'm definitely uh, not perfect. None of us are perfect. And actually, we know that we call the table. It's a banquet for the broken, and this is a place where we feel permission to say that, hey, look, I messed up, I'm broken, Jesus, can you heal me? And we just get some people together, like, hey, look, you're broken, cool, I'm broken too, let's just let Jesus show us how to be whole again. Um, and that's kind of what we're doing tonight, is we're actually going to hear some stories. Um, we're going to hear four stories um, of people that are going to talk about um, their brokenness and how Jesus has brought healing into their life and how they're still working through that. Um, Dana, what else do we have going on tonight? So,
3: yeah we're gonna or, sing or a little or,
2: or, on that i didn't set you up well no you're that okay. was a ba- really bad transition no it's great was that okay it's my
3: first time just throw <laughs> me out there, <laughs> okay,
2: great. there go.
3: um so we're gonna sing a little bit we're gonna sing a little more than usual right oh yeah oh yeah okay um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hear some stories but if you've been to a celebration night in the past it's gonna be a little bit different um does anyone listen to podcasts besides me can i get a awesome woo
4: podcast. yeah okay
3: yeah. Another question: Does anybody listen to true crime murder podcasts?
4: Oh my gosh! Yes.
3: Okay, I have You're a hurting. few friends. Okay, okay. Lydia, I see you. Um, we're going to hear stories from Lydia and other people um, who not
2: related to true crime. Not murder pro- related okay. to okay. true not crime. Really- no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Clarifying question. It a little okay. <laughs> um, this is a safe one.
3: Here's some stories of how God's been moving this year, but also um, contextually in their lives since they've been born, um, and the story of God in their lives. Um, sing a song sing a song or two, maybe celebrate afterwards with some cheery holiday vibes, but we'll wait for that later.
2: It's going to be a really, really fun night. In lieu of a 40-minute monologue, or when we me for an hour monologue, in lieu of that, we're just going to get to hear some people um, share what God's been doing in their life. Um, But let me just pray for us, and I think we're just going to keep singing here uh, as we keep going here. Let me pray. Uh, Father, we thank you so much for who you are. God, we just thank you for just being dad, Um, and we get to be your kids, and we don't need to earn Uh, being part of your family, God, you just want to give it to us for free. And we're just so grateful for that. I'm just thankful for all of our friends here that we get to be a family together um, as we just try to figure out this whole life following Jesus thing together. So we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: I put my
2: so thankful god that you're never going to let us down god as we hear stories from our friends um i pray that our hearts um, will just be open um god for what you want to say to us through their stories um so we love you in jesus name amen all right hey you guys can have a seat Uh, we're just going to try to get settled here a little bit (laughs) um as we get settled for our oh this is my chair oh thanks thanks appreciate it bro yeah okay okay dana how are we feeling we're feeling great. Feeling good?
3: Feeling good. Feeling
2: good like you should. Like
3: I should.
2: Yeah, there we go. Song of the <laughs> oh, song of the great. summer. Song of the summer. Song of the summer. Y'all give it up for our first guest, y'all, Julia Galvao. <laughs> there we go. Okay, doing, you, we're good, we're good. <laughs> hey you so you're like singing and now we're to hear your story. Do you wanna hear some of Julia's story from like I do. Yeah? I so wait, talk to us a little Julie. So you, what do you do, um, or before we get, kind of get into stuff, what do you do around here? Like what occupies your time? Where are you working? Are you in school? Like what's going on?
5: Um, I am an intern for the Hispanic ministry, uh, as a worship and production assistant. That's my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Osvaldo. So how as Osvaldo, close your ears. How is Osvaldo as a boss?
5: He's great, honestly, He's very, I couldn't lie. Yeah. That's what i she, heard, yeah, too. She actually <laughs>
6: told yeah, me that. it's yeah.
2: true. We can't, yeah, <laughs> we can't lie about that. Um, so, Julie, you have a really, really cool, really interesting story. Um, it kind of centered around uh, um, love. I think that's really the only only way to say it. So, talk to us a little bit. Growing up, you, you grew up in Brazil, yes. Sao Paulo? Yes. Cool. Yeah, anybody, anybody else from Sao Paulo or Brazil? Yeah, a few. Yeah. So, growing up in Sao Paulo, like how, how did that shape like, what you thought of love?
5: So, um, culture is very different in Brazil than here, but I think when it comes to love and relationships, we kind of all grow up thinking that there's that romantic aspect of everything, and we kind of disregard the other uh, areas of love and the definitions of relationships and things like that. So, I grew up with that, watching the same movies as American people do, um, that kind of glorified the idea of romantic relationships over everything. And it's the one thing that you need to acquire in life the way that it looks like in the movies where there's only perfect people that there's always a happy ending kind of thing. There's no redemption almost. There's no forgiveness. Um, there's no hurting. Um, so yeah, very mean unrealistic mean there's no hurting in Hallmark movies yeah <laughs> well and then and then it all comes to like happy ending so you don't see after the happy yeah, ending exactly. i guess yeah, yeah. so
2: like yeah. the girl and the guy they meet fall in love immediately yeah. like you know it's going to be them yes. everything's going to be perfect yeah. they're going to have like a minor fight that doesn't really yeah. like that's not There's that superficial big a deal. Drama.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah superficial <laughs> drama
3: nothing life-shaking you know so you grew up with this idea of love yeah uh in brazil you're in orlando now take me back to 2020 how did this year start for you
5: um so at the beginning of this year uh february um i lost a relationship that i was really important to me and what that brought me back to was looking at the ways that I have loved in the past and in that relationship specifically too, Uh, and God started speaking to me about love and what it looks like on his definition. So his way of doing love, not necessarily my upbringing, uh, the way that I was taught, uh, the way that I see in culture and in movies and in other people's relationships, because I know that like especially in social media, we see couples and like we always have relationships that look like goals to us, but honestly, all of them are kind of wrong in a way. (laughs) Hot take, yeah. Because we're all imperfect, right? So if we look up to other people for relationships, we're n- never going to get it right, I yeah. guess. Uh, but if we look up to God and his way of defining love, that's a really high standard, but that's the one thing we can count on. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might have just gotten a bonus from your boss. I got <laughs>
6: brownie points.
2: <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to cross yeah. the raise for Julia. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, you're like, you're scrolling on social media, and then yeah. you see other couples, and you're like, look, I'm sure they have a great relationship, but even as amazing as that relationship looks, they still got junk they need to work through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's really good. So, what, so, you mentioned a little bit of this already. What has God taught you then? Like, what, what are you hearing from God, um, specifically, like, when it comes to love, when it comes to relationships?
5: So, after that, um, after breaking up that relationship, I was really hurt. And when you're hurt, the one thing you want to do is to escape, escape your pain and find a way to fix it and find a solution for your problem. But love is patient. And patience means that you endure long suffering. Mm. So when I found out that, I was like, so you mean that I'm stuck feeling broken hearted? Mm. For how long? Mm. Um, the Bible doesn't tell you how long. Yeah. Um,
2: and then you start looking through and you're like to Exodus, you're like 40 years? Yeah. Wait, wait hold on. Yeah. <laughs> For some people, be like that, though. Yeah,
5: it could take as much time as God needs to work on you, I guess, because he does work through the pain. I don't think he intends for us to suffer, but he does work through the pain, and he finds a way to redeem it Mm. um, in a way that glorifies his name above everything. Um, So I'm learning at that point that love is patient and love is kind, and love takes whatever role it needs to take for you to love your neighbor. So not necessarily you need to love someone in the same way that you did when you were in a relationship with them uh, or when you were closer friends with them or um, as someone in your family, like if they hurt you, you're probably not gonna feel like you can love them the same way, but when you're in a different role in someone's life, um, you can love them differently but still have that foundation of being kind and patient and just, shaping yourself to that scenario, I guess. So he was teaching me that, I guess. Beautiful.
3: Julia, I just need to tell you that when I think of Julia, I think of beauty. Like you're one of, I got a yeah from Sophie. You're one of the most like genuinely inside beautiful people and you just bring beauty to the world. Um, that's, that wasn't a question, but I just needed to let you, to, <laughs> I just needed to tell you that. <laughs> um, but what, so it sounds like you experienced the heartbreak, you're processing well. What, is, what does that look like now? you kind of had this um, Kairos moment, aha, Jesus moment. What does that look like practically in your life now?
5: Yeah, um, I am constantly overwhelmed with gratitude towards Jesus because um, I realized that not really knowing how to love other people the way that God intended uh, also led me to not really love God the way that he intended. Uh, so at the moment that my heart was broken and that i learned that i didn't really actually know how to love um i was able to say i was able to first get very angry at god for allowing me to go through that situation which is something that we do um but secondly i learned how to say i love you god and really mean it because in your pain i had my friends and they're amazing There's a bunch of them, like, scattered around. Um, And they were with me and comforted me in moments that I needed, and I felt a little bit of Jesus through that. But there are moments when you're alone in a room, and there's only God, and he's the only one that can understand everything that goes on deep within your heart that even you can't. Um, And he's the one that transforms that. You can't control that. He's the one that shapes that pain and makes it into something beautiful. And then... Practically, months later, you realize, wow, I'm a different person. Mm. And I didn't do this on my own. Like, I didn't do a thing to be better. It was God. It was God working through me and through my pain, through me surrendering every day and saying, no, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to trust that you have a plan for my pain, for everything to be redeemed and made beautiful again, because that's your intention. And I'm going to allow that to happen wow ouch
2: yep <laughs> yeah Julie, we are so encouraged i know just our personal relationship i know dana said it as well like just we love that you get to be that we all get to journey together and you're just such a light and encouragement and bring as dana said so much beauty into this world and as well really articulate too for yeah yeah yep yeah, yeah. hey can we get up for julia <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Hey, and Julia, um, she'll kind of be with us tonight because she's going to keep leading us in musical worship, which we love. But Julia, thanks so much for sharing. We appreciate it. So next up, y'all give it up for uh, Lydia Millsar. Yeah. So, oh, oh, Take it away, Isaac. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, so Lydia is awesome, as we're going to hear in a second. Um, yeah.
3: Lydia is like one of the coolest people I know, and nobody knows about it. That's the cool thing. Facts. Lydia is this like underground warrior, and just so cool. I feel like, I, tangent, I could just see you in an apocalyptic movie, just like thriving. That's what I think of when I think of Lydia.
2: So what's your weapon of choice in an apocalyptic movie?
7: A crossbow. Oh
2: crossbow, any other crossbow? See, she okay. had an answer. There you go.
7: I love it. I just kind of know how to shoot one, so that's all. <laughs>
3: I love it. The flex. All right, Lydia. So hopefully no apocalypse is coming to Orlando, but you grew
7: up in Orlando, right? Yeah. So I grew up here. Um, I was born here. My family moved away when I was eight years old. Um, And we moved about every five to six years after that. Um, So we moved from here to Virginia and then from Virginia to Oregon. Um, And then I moved back here after graduating high school for college. So I've moved about, and then I moved again, moved states after I graduated college. So I've moved about probably five times by the time I was 25. Ooh. Anybody else move around a lot
2: and got some, some movers, a few? Yep, 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 yep. Um, I have a different, st- I'm not sure, tonight. I have a different story. I did move around a lot, but I can only imagine that that must have been really hard uh, moving around a lot. What was, Or or maybe it was great. I don't know. What, what was that experience like for you?
7: Um, it was hard because I'm. I was very, very shy as a kid, if you couldn't tell by how awkward I was when Dana was complimenting me um i was very shy as a kid i'm i'm an introvert you know so going to it <laughs> thanks my fellow introvert over there i heard you okay um,
2: anybody who that's not an introvert <laughs> <laughs> I'm, woo,
7: I'm faking it yeah <laughs> that's awesome. we see you ajay <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i'm an introvert um so just kind of you know, going to a new place, making new friends, finding new connections, that was always really hard for me. Um, My extrovert friends can attest to this. I just wait to be adopted by extroverts. (laughs) I don't actually make friends on my own. (laughs) Okay, so it sounds like
3: you're just moving around, lost puppy, trying to find your way around the United States, right? Yeah. So uh, what happens next? Do
7: you go to college? So yeah, so I moved back to Florida to go to college. I moved to Gainesville, go to UF, go Gators. Thank You're you. Chomp.
2: Any, chomps, chomp! 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 Yeah, Thank you. Yeah.
7: Um, and so, college was really the first time that I had like a solid group of Christian believers, Christian friends around me. Um, and so, when I moved again after graduation, I was like, "Lord, I'm never gonna find community like that. Like that was the best community I've ever had, and I'm never gonna find that again." Um, and so, you know, moving away was hard. I I did not have community at all. When I was like right after graduation.
2: So, what do you? What's your feeling then? Because you're Gainesville, UF. Mm-hmm. So, what's your feeling moving away from Gainesville? Like, what, what's your thought process that's, that's happening to you?
7: I was like, well, I, it was so hard. Like, it was so hard to lose those friends. It was like this was this was my community. These were my people. These people became like family. That had never happened to me before. Um, and so, you know, I move away, and five months later, God brings me to Orlando and brings me here to the table and to all of you. And this is this is the best community I've ever had. Like hands down, full stop. We like you too, Lydia. Thank you. <laughs>
2: well, tell, t- yeah, talk to us a little more about, so you moved here to Orlando. So what, and you, you said it's been the best community and some of us have experienced that. This is the best community I've ever had. But what has 2020 been like for you and like that community and trying to explore that and navigating through that?
7: Yeah, so it was so interesting because I had not been in a live group very long before kind of COVID hit, you know, maybe five months we'd been in a live group together. And so we start meeting on Zoom and we just coalesced into a family like so, so quickly.
2: So you're Um, saying global pandemic happens. Yeah. Well, still happening. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) You know, so we pivot, and if you were hanging out with us, you knew we, as a lot of the world did, pivoted to um, video platforms, Zoom's the best one, we realized, just, it's just the best. Yeah. Uh, so you you've starting a life group on Zoom? Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, so I was in a life group, and we switched to meeting on Zoom, because we cannot meet in person anymore, and even meeting over video screens, it was like, we, were, we became a family through that, like, we still have a group chat, shout out my OGs. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: what is uh what does life look like now uh, moving forward what do you where do you project 2021 um, to go
7: um I really see like a lot of just continuing in community the other thing that happened this year um was I was in a very toxic place at work with you know a supervisor a boss um and so I did not have good relationships with any of my coworkers because of that um and in April of this year she got let go and in over the past what six, seven months, we've, our relationships have grown so much. I'm astonished at the way God has grown those relationships into really genuine friendships, fruitful friendships. Um, I'm amazed at that. And so, you know, I thought, you know, he was moving me down here to like, hey, you're gonna, you're gonna get a job. This is what you're, this is your purpose in Orlando. But, you know, over this year, I've realized that I'm here in community so that I can go and be in community there too. Um, with them because they're not believers, um, but that I can have a really genuine connection with them and genuine friendships and community with them too, so.
2: Come on, dang. Y'all, I- we, we didn't script this. That's just all. That's all. We really that's all, Lydia. But now I'm like, okay, quote cool from my next sermon. Okay, that's really, really, really. So you, so God gave you like a home, a sense of community for you to go out and give that community something that's been a big lesson of your life to other people. That's so yeah. incredible.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I'm agreeing with you.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, well, thank you so much, Lydia, for sharing your story. That was incredible. Um, y'all, give it up one more time. Yeah. Woo! So. Um, here's what's gonna happen is we're actually I think gonna sing uh, sing a couple more songs and this is just gonna be a Transition we're gonna get the table Luke's is gonna go start singing in a little bit, but after we sing a little bit We're gonna have two more people and we are gonna get to hear their stories, but this has been good It's been really cool hearing so encouraged by y'all.
3: I like it. Yeah,
2: it's fun. All right. We'll, we'll do this here in a little bit All right. See you guys in a little bit
0: stories that we've heard today, they really center around this idea that uh, that we can look to God and we can trust him with our lives. Um, And that's part of the song that we're going to be singing today. It's called, God, I look to you to give me vision, to give me everything that I need because you truly know what to do with my life, how to take the pain and the suffering in my life and make it into something that's beautiful. So we're going to sing, God, I look to you.
1: Sing this with me.
2: So, so, so good. We have a, um, yeah, can you give it up? So we have a a lot going on, I think, with that song, as y'all give it up for Mr. Dan O'Toole. We got a mic for him? We got a mic. Well, in part, part I'm bringing Dan up um, a little little early because I want to talk about new
8: wine. Dan, talk to us, man. Man, thanks again for doing that song, Lucas. Like, he didn't even know what that song means to me because, um... The, the journey that I've been on for the past two years, st- well, no, that, my math is wrong. 2019, beginning of 2019, that was my anthem. And I, I thought, like, the table, like, pre-2019, or like, at 2019 was, like, peak when they did new wine back then. But, man, <laughs> y'all just, y'all can sing.
2: <laughs> so, so... So Dan has been serving every week, like the the lighting and the stuff you see on the screen and the videos and the tech stuff. We have such an amazing team right there in the tech booth. Give it up, tech booth! Yeah! They, they, and they hate when we point them out and they duck behind, which is amazing. And Dan brings such good leadership. He's been stepped into a new role in this season, just leading the production team. So really good job, Dan. So the the reason. (laughs) <laughs> Lucas is like, you make my job easy, thank you. That was Lucas. You really do
3: Yeah, hot take Lucas actually can't sing, Dan just really produces it well. <laughs> that was good.
2: I'm joking, that good. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'll plead the truth. <laughs> Sarcasm. Sarcasm. sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. Lucas is amazing. <laughs> uh, so, so in part, so Dan sees, you know, he sees the songs that we do normally. So this morning, I get a text from Dan. was like, hey, and we—he already knew he was going to be sharing his story tonight, but he didn't know what songs we were doing. Um, so I get a text from Dan this morning, right? And what did you, what did you tell me this morning? I was like,
8: dude, because like a guy with hair like this—that's the only way I can start sentences.
4: <laughs>
8: uh, but I was like, dude. They're doing new wine before I go up. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so, you know, so then I, I, get, I get to campus. I'm a little later in the day. And then I see Lucas and Guy over there. What's up? I see Lucas and I'm like, you know, we're cr- getting small talk. Hey, man, how, you f- how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Oh, by the way, um, it's really cool that we're doing new wine tonight. And then I shared what Dan had texted me. So then Lucas goes.
0: I was like, oh, dope. Well, I woke up this morning and the first, literally the first thing that came out of my face was, we need to do new one. It wasn't on the list until this morning. Like, I woke up and I was like,
2: new one. <laughs> Magic. Dang. As well as, uh, so then I'm here. The story continues. So then I'm here. And, you know, and then we're kind of getting ready for today. And then Dana Fricker, y'all. Hello. Hello. That's so me. then you, so this song has something meaningful for oh, you yeah. too, right? Uh,
3: we're just singing the song and I'm standing next to Isaac over there. And so uh, y- two years ago. Two, year, two years ago. Um, Pastor David came. If you haven't met him, he's a cool guy. He's really tall. Um, <laughs> and he spoke at the table.
2: Now just people going to random, people, random tall people. Are you yes. Pastor David? Yes. No. Are you Pastor David? No?
3: He's tall. Um, very cool guy. And he came and spoke at the table and spoke about new wine. And then we sang this song. And it was at the time I had been working at Disney, but it was the night I sat right over there and sobbed the entire time. Not like... Like tears, like snot, and like Kathy was next to me, like, I don't know what to do. I don't have tissues. Um, And just sobbed and uh, felt the Lord calling me into vocational ministry. And flash forward two years later, now I, I work with Isaac.
2: We're sitting here. Crazy. Yeah.
3: So I like the song.
2: Uh, anyway, so that was un- un- unprompted. It was just really, really cool. Like we call it creepy Jesus stuff. Just cool Holy Spirit stuff going on with the song New Wine. So thank you, Lucas, for listening this morning, pivoting, and Dan and uh, Dan and Dana. Oh wow, that's going to be confusing in the, <laughs> for the next few minutes. <laughs> Dan and Dana, what? Which good. one? What's up, Isaac? It's all good. Uh, <laughs> Just for being a meaningful uh, song. But Dan, um, so you are
8: um, you are from Memphis originally. That is indeed true. 901 <laughs> one represent. No one's in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are my Memphis people at? Nobody. <laughs> Can I get away with doing, like, West Side? Like, no, no, never mind.
3: <laughs> so Disney, or Dan, sorry. Uh, we have a few things in common. Our names are similar. Shoulder length, brown hair. Uh, and we both worked at Disney.
8: Right. The, the the key word is worked like past uh, tense. Yes. Mm. So uh, tell me about that. Mm. Sheesh, gonna... and, and and this is this is this is why like the the Too freaky soon. deaky Jesus crazy moment comes into play because like, I don't know if this happens for a lot of people who move to Orlando to work for Disney, but I was like, all right, I'm chasing my dreams. I'm gonna get the dream job, live the Disney life, get the Disney wife, and everything is gonna be perfectly <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm gonna just live the dream and nothing is gonna be wrong. Um, but then, like, I got the dream job, and I, I don't, I think it must have been like just a year in. I got so disillusioned with the job. And when the, the, the dream doesn't live up to the expectation, there's just like this grieving. Shout out to my brother Josh, who like spoke on that last week. Oh, Woo. I was convicted so hard. Oh, but so when the fantasy failed to meet my expectations, I developed this habit of going back to old um, numbing mechanisms with substances and relationships that were very toxic. And so I was like trying to write my own story, basically. Or I guess since I was a photographer at the time, I was trying to capture the moment, set it up when God was like, no, you, I'm not going to let you succeed until you let me write the story and just live what I write out for you.
2: So naturally, okay, so you're dealing with
8: this. You're
2: trying, trying to kind of, God, but maybe foggy a little bit, but trying to listen and disillusion from Disney. So naturally, you do the only logical thing and you go to Africa, right? Yes.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Which, that was another, like, crazy God moment because so many things were going wrong in my life. But I knew that I just needed to make that one small baby step of shifting towards writing my own story and then having God write the story. And if I was writing my own story, my first out-of-country trip would have been to, like, Europe to see the castles, once again, living that Disney life dream. Um, But... He called me to Kenya, and so, like, I got there, and it was just God moment after God moment, and, you know, I was, I was in a situation where I was no longer allowed to numb myself, and so when you are in that situation of no longer being able to numb yourself, no longer in the noise, you, you start to hear from God. Oh. And so my mountaintop moment was actually on a lakeside. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was on a lake in Naivasha, I was suffering from just the ill effects of no longer numbing myself. Um, I was basically detoxing from my old life, spiritually and, like, actually. Um, And there were still so many things I was wrestling with, because I couldn't avoid those uh, challenges anymore. And so I had fasted for a week, and I was Frustrated with God. I was like, God, I am praying and praying and praying, and you're not answering a single thing that I am saying. And I'm, I'm it's at this moment. It was sunrise, 6 a.m. I'm on the lake. It's beautiful. Mm. You, you know that song when heaven meets earth? Like, uh, unforeseen kiss, a sloppy wet kiss, whatever version you go th-
2: with. <laughs> We're about to, no, no, Civil War is about to break out. <laughs> yeah. That's such a church joke. If you, don't, if you didn't grow up in church, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, that's, this is not you. This is us and being no weird in church, church culture. Church culture is weird. There's a song that has a line that some Christians sing it this way and some
8: Christians sing it this way. It's really weird. Anyway, back to you, Dan. And so I, this was at the moment that I turned on like just Spotify, like a discovery playlist for worship music. <laughs> And he spoke. But he, he didn't, like, shout at you. It's not Morgan Freeman's voice. I wish it was. Um, but it was, it's, a, it's a whisper. And it's not, like, so when you whisper, you're not moving your vocal cords. It's just barely breathing. So, like, the, it's a breath that you have to draw close to hear. And so it drew me closer in that moment. And when you draw close to God to hear his whisper, it's just like this huge embrace where he just tells you exactly what you need to hear, and two songs came up that have like been like the the major Kairos moments, the major like God moments that have carried me through ever since this like heavy uh, growth process has begun and continued. And I just wanted to read those lyrics real quick, if that's okay.
3: You have to sing yes. them. Uh, I'm just kidding. You can read I'm them. I'm
8: not gonna sing them. <laughs> Because as you heard, like, I have to save my voice for when I'm singing for Lucas behind the scenes. (laughs) But the first song was Not in a Hurry by Will Regan. And it's, Lord, I don't want to rush on ahead in my own strength when you're right here. I'm not in a hurry when it comes to your spirit, when it comes to your presence, when it comes to your voice. I'm learning to listen just to rest In your nearness and learning to notice you are speaking and so basically long story short God in that moment was telling me the reason why you're not hearing anything is because you won't shut up so shut up (laughs) and the second song literally right afterwards was head to the heart by United Pursuit and the line that really really stuck out to me during that was there's no shame in looking like a fool when I give up what I can't keep and take a hold of you. So that major Kairos moment was, I gotta just hold it all in open hands. And he gives and he takes away. So he'll take away if you give him the chance to.
3: Okay. So you have these like really big, aha Kairos God moments. You're in Kenya, super easy. Just do what God says, don't think about it, right? What happens after Kenya? So Sarcasm, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs>
8: <laughs> so when you're, when, you're, um, when you're on the mountaintop, it's easy to think, oh, I'm going to go down to the valley now. Or uh, now i got to find the next mountaintop. And, I, you know, me and Isaac had a couple of one-on-ones when I got back. And I think the biggest thing was uh, understanding that instead of chasing the next mountaintop, I needed to just extend... The mountaintop and process the lessons I was learning, but also putting them into practice as I was going. And it wasn't an easy journey. Like, I I go from like the peace and quiet, the savannah, seeing like spending time with all the lions and stuff. Not really. Um, Daniel and Lions didn't joke. Boom. All right. um, But I I was having like anxiety. Because your name is
3: Dan. Yeah. (laughs) I just got it.
8: Uh, but I was, I, like, I was still having, like, anxiety attacks every single morning that I went to work because uh. I was still being confronted with my past. But when I learned to hold things with open hands, like, that just made e- everything easier because I don't know what's going on, but I know who does know what's going on. Uh. So he can do what he wants with that. Uh. Hmm. and which brings us to 2020
2: yeah talk to us what happened in 20, what's been happening in 2020
8: everything's great isn't it <laughs> um so yeah 2020 happened the parks closed yep. um and it was one of those situations where i was like you know what i'll get a new job eventually even though i'm like not really enjoying working my dream job anymore but i've got time but god was like no nah. You had your chance to back out. I'm gonna take it from you. So there was, the, the week that we all, all of us Disney cast members uh, got our emails, like I just went through a crazy amount of loss. That was the week that the Hankins announced that they were leaving. Yeah. And then the next day was when I found out that I was losing my job. Yep. And then I had to give up grad school, which is one of the things that I thought God was calling me to. Yep. And then, you know, relationships and stuff, just a whole bunch of things that I was holding as idols and holding on way too closely that God was like, that's not me, you're not hearing my voice, shut up, hold your hands open, and I'm gonna have my way. And he did. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hearing
3: sometimes God says no,
8: Sometimes says God's no, Josh Celestin, and then he says no, and then he says no, and but, but then he says no. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: uh, we're wrapping up this year, 2020. Um, it's been for some of us the best year ever, some of, most of us the worst year ever, and um you we're landing the plane this year. Talk to us about, you know, we're a month and a half away from ending 2020. We're moving into 2021. What, as best as you can discern, 2021, what is 2021, Dan? How is 2021, Dan, going to think?
8: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I have peace in not knowing because the only, I mean, I, the only thing I can do is um, not be in a hurry but also not be immobile Mm. and to be surrendered completely Mm. and to constantly seek God's presence and his voice and discernment and direction Mm. with whatever it is. Mm. Come on, come on, come
2: on. it's been so awesome um, talking with you if you were to give us just one word of encouragement to our table looking out here as we've been doing to all of our table family and friends here uh, what is one word that you would want to tell all of us
3: y'all get ready he's got some some fire truth
8: just one word Eh. maybe two (laughs) or whatever because if you say two I'm just going to say yes yes oh okay what do you mean say more I was just thinking of. I was just thinking of like the, the oh. table. Um, I think if 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 anything, I would just kind of tie it back to Josh's sermon. Almost like um, sometimes God says no, and we, uh, He'll say no again and again and again. But eventually, if when it comes to figuring out what we're supposed to do with our life, sometimes we have to figure out what we're not supposed to do. I mm. guess because mm. um, then eventually he will in that he's preparing us for his yes
2: Y'all, yeah, give it up for dan <laughs> dan it is so so encouraging um you sharing with us and sharing your journey and i've just personally so dan and i've been friends uh, for two and a half years since i moved here and just personally and part of the reason why he thought just be so awesome for all of us to share is because we don't have it all figured out. (laughs) And Dan has been such a model for how to live with open hands as we're just trying to figure out how to take steps following Jesus. And a lot of times God's saying no, and then we may get a yes sometimes, but we're going to be dependent um, as we surrender. So I just thought Dan was such a good uh, picture of that. So thank you so much for sharing with us, man. Thank you for having me. Y'all, and next up, we have, give it up for last, but definitely not, not least, Sophie Burkell. Woo!
3: Oh, oh. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> you're doing great. You look so cheery. Can we Thank get a little, little- uh, angled- uh, earring jingle? There we go. <laughs> I love it. Love little Reese. <laughs> they have kittens at the bottom, and
9: they make me very happy, so, you
2: know. So, Sophie, we have something in common, uh, because you're, you grew up, Uh, where I'm going to honeymoon.
9: Oh, yes. Um, So yeah, I grew up. So paradise, right? Yes. Paradise, right? Yeah, the keys. Pina coladas. Um, I grew up in the Dominican Republic. Um, I was a missionary kid, so on my MKs. I don't know if there's any of you out there, but we're all awkward, so (laughs) They can hang Um, out with the Tennessee people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, so I grew up in the DR. But basically, um, in like 2014, which was my freshman year of high school, um, my parents got divorced and basically I moved countries and lost basically everything. Um, Which was a rough year for a little tiny baby Sophie, but I did um, kind of lose a lot of the like security I had with a lot of my relationships and um, like any stable relationship with my parents or friends or anything so um, but yes then after that I um, kind of
3: grew into like angsty, Sophie? Ooh. Yes, tell us. I'm very curious. Yes. What is like angsty Sophie that has lost everything, nobody understands her, yeah. what, how are you processing this? What did this look like? So, yeah. so
9: I kind of uh, come to the US, um, kind of in this season of just like complete loss.
2: What angsty Sophie? What song are you listening to? What oh, song is angsty Sophie listening Paramore. to? Paramore. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
9: Paramore, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the bad answer. Like yeah.
2: that's like that's what you get, Paramore.
9: Oh, like like uh, everything, Paramore. Like everything. That's the only I, Paramore song I know. I've, <laughs> I've lived with Sophie. I can attest everything, Paramore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I kind of. It was a rough time. Um, high school, basically, through that loss, I ended up coping with like a lot of anxiety and some eating disorders. Um, a lot of anger issues, uh, and yeah, as I grew up and kind of healed from that, I realized that I try to prove my worth uh, in relationships. And um, whether that is with my parents or my friendships or uh, eventually my significant other, um, I just always was trying to prove that I was enough for people, And the more I did that, the less enough I felt. And I always felt like I was just letting people down. And so, what I kind of learned was that, basically, um, (laughs) when you put your entire self-worth in relationships, when you lose them, you don't really know who you are anymore. Um, and sometimes it's not relationships, sometimes it's like a job or, uh, you know, traveling or whatever it is, so, yeah.
2: So what, so 2020, I think a lot of us, a lot of us have experienced a lot of loss, whether it be in relationships, whether it be in job stuff, I think some of the stories that we've already heard. Um, what has 2020 been like for you?
9: Yeah, like Dan said, 2020, great year <laughs> for everyone. Um, yeah, I, Yeah, fast forward 2020, Um, I not only went through like the regular loss stuff of 2020, but I also lost a really like significant relationship um, that I saw going long term, and I realized like I was right back to being 14, um, and didn't know who I was, and had very little, like, self-worth, and was very confused, like, how did I even get here? Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Um, Yeah, so that was, that was my uh, 2020 kind of beginning,
3: and I found that, yeah.
2: Are you still listening to Paramore?
3: Oh, yes. (laughs) Every day. Sophie, where is your favorite place to listen to music? Angsty Sophie, I know the answer. Well, there's—I could give you two answers. Okay, let's hear it. One is, uh, yeah,
9: one is just driving my car, taking drives. The second one is just crying in my shower. Uh, I don't know if anyone else <laughs> likes to cry in their shower, but that's, that's uh, me. I Sweet. love it. Um, that's me too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, like, if anyone else went through loss in 2020, and maybe like. That was a job, like, Dan, like, your Disney dreams kind of collapsed, or, like, it was a relationship like me, um, and you just don't know who you are anymore. Um, yes.
3: I was going to ask you a question. Go
4: for it.
3: Because you do this really well.
4: Yeah.
3: We're, so I'll show Sophie's, like, probably my best friend, so I love talking to you. Dan is the best. We, we like each other. Yeah. Um, all this loss, all this angst, all this sadness. Yeah. Shower crying. Yeah. Amongst all of this, how have you seen kind of God moving this year? Yeah. Um,
9: So the big kind of idea that I realized, um, and this comes with a story, but I basically realized that, like, when you do lose those relationships and you don't know who you are anymore— like, I didn't really know what to do from there, and I think a lot of us can resonate from that. Like, I, like where do you go from the bottom? <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, Lucas just said, started from the bottom, now we're here, so, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so oddly, the, the day of my breakup was also the first day at my new job at a school, And um, that was a hard day, by the way, if you were wondering. Uh, There was some shower crying, yeah. (laughs) Um, I basically was, like, talking to this sixth-grade girl, and eventually she just started opening up to me, and I 100% think this is the Holy Spirit. Like, no way was this me. Um, But she basically told me that, like, she was going through this kind of thing with her parents. Her parents were kind of... um, not really validating her feelings and she didn't have like a cell phone she's like a sixth grader and she basically had her like nintendo switch taken away and she told me she was really really lonely um and it's just really like had a panic attack because she didn't like know what to do and literally guys when i looked at this girl i was like looking at 14 year old sophie and i was like Good gracious, like as I was about to like, I don't know, I was looking at her and I f- saw that she was going through a season of loss just like me in 2014 and t- 2020. And um, as I like went to encourage her, it literally, the words that came out of my mouth were exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and basically it was sometimes the bravest thing you can do is just be alone with God because when you have nothing to prove, and you have nobody to be, um, and it's just you in the shower crying, <laughs> um, it, there's, that's where you find yourself um, because you're not performing. It's just you and God, and you're enough. Dang.
2: Sophie, thank you so much for sharing. You you know, this, I tell you this privately all the time, like, I just think so highly of you, and I think you bring so much value and worth um, to the people around you and are so um, just encouraging and just, you, um, and I know this is not about Alec, but the Brokels, just Brookells in general. Yes. Ha- ha- they're uh, I, Y'all are the soul whisperers. If you've ever met with Sophie, just has a way to just like say a phrase just to like pierce your soul and just be like, hit you like right here, like the most encouraging way. Um, and I think that's just something really special um, that you have, as well as the journey that God's taking you through um, to be able to use your story to help imp- impact and bring healing to others. So thank you so much. If you were to tell um, just our table people, just one word of encouragement or something prescriptive for all of us, what would you say?
9: Um, I would say that maybe it's time to delete Instagram off your phone and mm. to just, I'm saying this to myself because I still have Instagram on my phone. TikTok too? Yeah. Wait, and TikTok? TikTok? Yeah. And TikTok. And TikTok. Um, I encourage y'all to just sit in the quiet because that can be really scary. And just sit there and don't try to do or perform or pray in a certain way or try to be anybody. Just sit there and be alone with God and just understand that you're enough.
2: Mm. Ah, conviction that's good that's really good Sophie we're so so thankful for you and just just being able to journey with you and thank you Julia and thank you Lydia and thank you Dan Um, can we just give it up for all of our people today here here here's why here's why I'm so Here's why I'm so encouraged, um, is because it just been so cool seeing. So, I think we've, some of us have just been following Jesus for a little while now and are still trying to figure it out. And I think it's so cool seeing that none of us have arrived. <laughs> like, nobody, <laughs> nobody has it figured out. So, if you feel like you're following Jesus and you don't have it figured out, look. That's all of us. All of us don't have it figured out, but this is a journey that God has us on trying to make us more like His Son Jesus.
9: Also, can we give it up for these two? Because they're awesome, right? Tonight, they do the best. Podcast host, <laughs> we need an Isaac and Data podcast.
2: Uh, table, table talks. Table yeah, talks. yeah, we'll, 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 Tables, we'll I uh, register that. Um, but so I want. So this is kind of the the middle the middle of a story. But I want to transition us to the beginning of some people's story. Um, earlier this season, um, we had table baptisms, to where we had people baptized out there in the courtyard, and we actually have a video of people starting their journey following Jesus. So you kind of got the end, what it looks like as you continue in your journey with the story. But I want to transition us to what does it look like to start your journey following Jesus. Here, take a look.
7: I'm pretty eager and excited. I'm just I've been waiting for this moment for like weeks. So I'm ready for it to happen.
0: Wow! Oh man, it has been—it's uh, been such a great night. Just getting to hear some of the people, uh, some of the people's stories that that live with us on a regular basis uh, here at the table—that you know we get to do life with. Uh, you know, I, I was talking with the band earlier today before we got uh, started with rehearsal, and uh, one of the things that I was that I was sharing is that you know. We like celebrating Christmas because you know it's a really good time. Like, we build it into our culture where it's a really good time for our families to get together and you know exchange gifts and, and just love on each other and, and eat food and eat food and eat a lot of food and, um, and then use our dessert stomachs to eat more food and then eat dessert on top of what we ate for our dessert stomachs. It's, it's a good time, it's a time to celebrate for a lot of us. Um, but I think what we found is that from last Christmas to this Christmas. Jesus has meant a lot more to us in that time frame. You know, we celebrate Christmas, you know, because of, G- because of the birth of Jesus Christ. But the best thing about it, I think, is it didn't just stop at the birth of Jesus Christ. See, Jesus got involved with each person's life in between the, days that we, the times that we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And there are other stories that are in this place. That you haven't heard, that you haven't seen, we've all got one in which Jesus has just come into our lives and impacted us so greatly. For the good, you know, the Bible says that 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 God works everything for the good to those who love Him, according to His will and purpose. And you know, I, I wanna I wanna let you know that if you're in here and you know I don't I don't I don't think I know everybody in here. I know a good bit of y'all, but I, regardless, for those of you who have known Jesus for who have been doing this journey thing for for a long time, know that God is gonna work everything for this, for, for your good uh, because of because He wants to and he's gonna take all these things. We've heard stories of pain. We've heard stories of loss. We've heard all these stories in which, which we're looking for some hope in the, middle of, in the middle of all of the crazy. And Jesus has stepped into so many of our stories to take the pain, the hurt, the anger, the, the restlessness, the anxiety, all the things that, we, that, that make up our lives to make them into something good. That's my story. That's a lot of people's stories that are in here. Man, it is, what a, what a celebration to just be here and, and sing. To sing about the name of Jesus, a name that carries so much hope a name that carries peace, a name that carries joy. This is, this is what it's all about. We've got stories that are just beginning to, uh, to let God unravel how good He is and how much He loves us. We've got stories that have been going on for a lot of, for a long time that are still to this day, showing us how much God loves us. If you're looking for a change for for a, a life that's worth living a life that is fulfilling in the midst of everything that could happen jesus is the way he's he's the only way he's the reason why you see some of these people who got up and talked before to just stand up and lift their hands and worship and sing at the top of their lungs there is no other name that i trust in that i believe in but jesus so if you'll stand with us we're gonna we're gonna sing One more, uh, two more songs. Yeah, two more songs. And we're gonna do just that. We're gonna say, God, Jesus, there is no other name. There is no other person. There is no other thing that is like you. You are worthy of my praise. And every day, I promise you that God will continue to be faithful in showing you that He loves you. That His love is 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 deeper and wider and grander than you could ever imagine that you can bring everything to him, all your cares, all your worries, all your stress, and he'll know how to handle it and show you how to grow and show you how to live and love like you should. That's the God we serve. There is no other name like Jesus.
1: come
2: say God is good and then the, resp- the crowd will shout back all the time. Can all we do that? Can I say God is good?
1: All, all the time. time.
2: And then the next part is then I say in all the time and y'all say God is good. So I'm going to do this and all the time. God, God is good. good. God is good. All, all the time. time. And all the time. God, God is, is good. good. Come on. You're going to have a seat. Wow. I love it. <gasps> Ooh,
3: Anybody else man. crying? Just me? A couple people? Okay, cool.
2: What? Man, what a night. Yeah, something real, something just real special is happening tonight. Something real special is happening right now. Um, man, what a cool... Thank you, Lucas. Thank you, band, uh, just for, for leading us. Thank you for everyone that shared. Um, Yeah, thank you just for for coming and hanging out with us. We've been in a year of transition just in 2020, and in young adult world, we've been in transition, but man, this has been such such a cool season, really a special season, and a really cool night. Um, We mentioned earlier, this may be your first time here, which is amazing, and our aim, our hope, is that maybe this might be your home. Um, as you're trying to follow Jesus and you're trying to find people to follow Jesus with, you might find a home here at the table. So if that's you, um, or if it's your first time, or if you brought a friend and you're like, no, you really need to like keep hanging out with us, um, we have this thing called the Connection Lounge, and the Connection Lounge is going to be out there in the courtyard. So if it's your first time, first time in a long time, or if you brought a friend, um, we have table magnets we would love to give to you um, as well if it's your first time. Is that magnet um, free? It's three easy payments. Okay. No, <laughs> it is 100% free, oh, free, free, free. Um, as well as, if you just, this is where I wanted to pivot a little bit. If. So we talked a lot about people's journeys, and maybe that's you, maybe you've thought about, look, I'm here, I'm not following Jesus, but man, something weird happened, and I just need to talk to somebody about it. If that's you, the Connection Lounge is also where you're gonna wanna go. If you wanna talk about just, hey, can I just talk to somebody about Jesus? I don't know, just something happened in my heart tonight, and I just need to talk about it. Um, If that's you, the Connection Lounge as well. Um, As well as, there was just a lot of just open vulnerability and brokenness that was shared tonight, and like healing that's happened because of Jesus. So if that's you, and you f- but you don't feel the healing part yet, we think you will, but we just want to walk with you and journey with you in that. So if you need some prayer tonight, um, there's going to be some stuff happening out in the courtyard at the Connection Lounge, so that's definitely where you want to go as well. Just find the Connection Lounge and then you can get, if you want to talk about Jesus, if you just want a prayer, um, if it's your first time here, the Connection Lounge is w- where you're going to want to go. Um, As well as, so this is something that was in common um, with everybody that that shared their story tonight, um, is they did this thing called, uh, and some graduates and some still in it, called the residency. Where are all the residents at? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really this side heavy. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Interesting. Y'all are still cool (laughs) on this side over here. Uh, If you're curious about the residency, the residency is a way that we help ordinary people learn how to be with Jesus and do with Jesus wherever you go. So if you're just curious, like, okay, like I'm just tracking on this Christian thing. And I just, I think there's more for me. I think I'm trying to figure this thing out. Like even this idea of ministry, like, I just don't know what that's all about. The residency is definitely going to be your best next step. So if you're curious, at all about residency, um, then there, you can, as I said earlier, go to the Connection Lounge. They have a link for you there if you're curious about residency.
3: So what I'm hearing is go to the Connection Lounge?
2: Uh, that, I think I said that 15 okay. times already. Okay, wow. cool. Yeah, yeah. So
3: also, if you are not going to the Connection Lounge, also in the courtyard, we're going to have an after party. Because it's Christmas in the courtyard, y'all. Christmas in the courtyard! Woo! It's, it's what not do we a have, ha- Dana, what do we have? It is it's not a Hallmark movie. It's just here at the table. Um, we have what's, what's the meat queue? What's the what? Oh the, the meat queue. It's at the connection line. A
2: guy and a girl both get cookies at the No, that's not yes, gonna yes. happen. Okay.
3: <laughs> um, so when you're sad or when you're broken apart or when people talk about feelings, or Lucas sings really good with the band and you just wanna cry, I eat my feelings. Um, so we have cookies in the courtyard, we have hot chocolate, and we have apple cider. And Christmas music. So y'all ready? Okay. And sorry. So get excited for that. This is our last table of the semester.
2: Oh, just be okay. Just just (laughs) Just yeah. yeah.
3: Very sad. We're going out with a bang, it's okay, that's why we're celebrating tonight. Um, but we will be back January nineteenth, twenty twenty one. No more 2020 at the table. I think that's all I
2: have. I think that's it. Hey, stand with us. We're going to pray as we dismiss our time. What a night. Wow. What a night. What a year. Jesus is doing some things in all of us. Um, Man, let me pray for us. Father, we just thank you so much for who you are. God, we're so thankful. Um, Man, just for sending your son Jesus um, that we can put our hope Jesus that you just bring us this healing that we can't find anywhere else God and we search and we search and we search and we search through relationships and we search through jobs, we search through substances and we search through um, all types of stuff God and we know the only answer is Jesus Christ. So we're so thankful for that. Thank you for all of our friends here as we celebrate Christmas in the courtyard um, as we just wrap up. What an amazing year. So we love you in Jesus name. Amen. All right, we'll see you guys in the courtyard.
4: Woo!